What's up, guys? Jay Daniel here with my co-host Victor, and this is the Sales at Home podcast. Today, up, I want to introduce you to our special guest, Travis Clarich. Say hi. What's up, man? Good to have you, bro. Um, so we were, man. So, like, and little background for everybody: Travis is is basically just uh, you know a sales ninja. Um, he came into the space like a year ago. He's been making some making some moves he's you know connecting with real estate and stuff and um, i think it would be really good to kind of paint this picture of what it's like to be kind of a remote working like sales rep that's like isn't just starting but isn't really just in the come up but like now they're like you know getting to that that place of uh you know good things so i i guess uh the first first question is um why did you get into sales, Mr. Travis? <laughs> why sales of all things? Why not, you know, why not work at the grocery store? Dude, I knew that was going to be the hard part of owning my own business. <laughs> like, if you don't got sales, you don't have a business. So I just figured, you know, I'd go that route. I was actually planning on starting off with starting my own uh, online personal training business. So mm-hmm. I, I got a course through Tanya Chittister, um, had everything set up. It's time to do sales. I realized I didn't know anything that I was doing around sales. And then they came out with this, like, they called it a beta program where his brother Gentry was like coaching sales reps and placing them in offers. And they needed just a handful of guys to kick it off. So I just joined there because I knew that's something that I needed to, you know, nail down. And then, yeah, I mean, that's how I ended up getting into it. So didn't intend on doing closing, you know, exclusively but just kind of turned into that it, it, we were having this conversation the other day right about like the potential of what you could make in sales you know uh, what, what's kind of been the shift for you from like i want to do it to like yo let me like like really do it well i mean so like I've, I've always been pretty good with people i've been a people person and so with the first offer i went into is a wholesale real estate mentorship um and it was the first online closing offer that i had i started it last like August of 2021. Um, and like basically by the end of September, I was the top guy there and I made over 11,000 bucks, like in my pocket. <laughs> nice. And that was just in the first month of doing that. So I'm like, oh shoot, this is actually something that's that's got a lot of potential Bye. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, like, as I've gotten into, you know, the whole industry and everything and networked more and gotten to know more people, there's dudes out there doing like, 50, 100K months, that kind of yeah. stuff. So I'm like, why not me? So that's what I'm working on getting to right now. Oh, my God. And, and you know, um, like both of you guys, right? Like, tell like tell me if I'm wrong. You see all these opportunities like Shopify, Amazon, start a social media marketing agency. Like, just, like the other day, right? Like, so me, me and Travis run like a mastermind for like investing. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, incredible we'll get to that point in a second oh yeah um yeah no so yeah it's a funny story but um we uh actually i'm just gonna go into it dude it's the funniest shit I, i'm like yo travis i i got i got this thing that i'm putting money into man it's pretty cool you get some pretty good returns he's like well i'm not really that like weird i got a lot going on i was and he was like wait i think i i can i, I think i know a guy and then the next week he's like hey dude i got 50k <laughs> <laughs> um how like 
So I think this is a good topic. So for most salespeople, what they do is they just sell, right? They spam in, they sell, and then they, they montage over, they sell again. And they do that for like 20 years. How important do you think it is to start like investing and have a, a, a way out of sales? Oh, dude, you do not want to be doing sales <laughs> forever. Like no one actually wants to be doing sales for like 20, 30 years, because if you stop working, you don't get paid. Yeah. Right. Like you're, you're screwed. <laughs> um, and for me, I have a kid on the way. Like I'm having my, I'm having a son in February, the first one for us. And I mean, I'm not about to have uncertain months and then not have anything like kind of a cushion to fall back on. You know? um, and, you know, people don't generally care around our age, like early 20s. Um, but the thing is, they're going to be caring when they're closer to 30 and they might have a kid on the way. Yeah. And they're going to be wishing they started doing that kind of stuff sooner. So, yeah for sure i mean I, i've got three kids i know exactly what that's like it's like listen bills got to get paid you know we got to make sure people are eating right we got to make sure you know medical bills we got to make sure there's clothes and shoes and like all the things the little princesses want and it's like all right what do i do now because i don't now it's like all right now i don't got the time to be selling you know 10 12 hours a day like I yeah. got to figure something out because as you, as the responsibilities grow, then the time that you have to, to do, you know, sales shrinks because you, the last thing you want to do is to have a family or have responsibilities and be that guy who never sees them. <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah, You want to be a present parent. Like, exactly. You want to actually be there. Right. So it's like, what's the point in, in all of this, if you're not saving for something or building for something? What do you guys what do you guys think of the idea of buying your time back through investments? So like <clears throat> people say so, so in the chat right now, right? Meet me and, and Travis and, and another like, you know, our boy Jonathan. We're shout out to Jonathan. We're in like a little text chat, right? And um we were kind of going back and forth. And uh I think Jonathan was like, So you wanna like do you just wanna retire? And I was like, I, just, I don't see it as I, I don't see it as retiring. Yeah, me. I'm like, I'm buying my life back because if you're working and you don't want to work and there's and it's for money, right? Like you're, in my opinion, you're almost like a slave to money because you have to trade your time for it in a way, right? Yeah. I, I think it's different when you have you don't have to work, you don't have to do anything, quote unquote, but you do it because you enjoy it. And I think you can draw like a certain level of productivity out of yourself. And, and you can really start to enjoy life. Like, and I know that I know that there's this idea of like, you can reframe it. No, I'm, I get to do this. I'm lucky. I get to do this. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, dude, like if you don't have to do it and you're doing it, that's when you get to do it. Yeah. Right? It's mental gymnastics that people are doing to just kind of try to talk themselves into settling for where they're at. <laughs> Literally when it's just like, okay, things got to change. And it, it's, it's cool. Cause like kind of what you, you guys are doing, right. Is like, you're painting that picture of like the consequence you know, which is always healthy, right? Like what happens if I'm 30 or 40 or 50 and then I have a kid and then I'm broke and then I can't even see them, right? Because sadly, that's the case for most people, right? That's I hope you're not having a kid when you're 50, bro. <laughs> oh, dude. Man, you guys don't know my, my legacy, bro. I'm gonna, <laughs> men, as long as you're healthy, you can have kids up until like your 80s. You can have kids your whole life if you're healthy. <laughs> so, you know, you, you bring up, you bring up being a slave to it. And I think that Often people think like, oh yeah, no, no, I, I get to do this, like you said. And it's that it's that trick positive of thinky bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like we're slaves to our needs. 
because if we need it, it's something we have to work for, something we have to to put time and effort into. And mm-hmm. if we constantly need it, we're going to constantly putting our time and effort into it. So the less you need it, the less you have to put effort in it. And that's where the real freedom comes in, right? Freedom comes in where I can do something just because I want to do it. I don't have to put the effort into it. That's why everybody's all after passive income. Everybody wants passive, passive, passive. And in reality, passive income isn't passive. Passive income is income that you've worked like a madman for in the beginning. So that way in the end, it pays you dividends. That's that's really what it is. But people just want to sit back and let the income come to them. And then they realize that that's not going to happen and they're going to be broke that way. So what do they do? They go find a job where they have to work and work and work and work and work and work. And then they're tired and they're like, oh, yeah, I get to do this so I, I can pay my bills with it. But like, no, that's that's not the case. You're a slave to it because you need it. Mm-hmm. You're a slave to your needs. Exactly. Like, I don't want I mean, I'm 34. Right. Just turned 34. I do not want to be doing this at 44. You know? I don't want to, I want to be sitting somewhere managing investments at 44, you know, I want to be setting my kids up for their lives. And it's like, but I I don't want to be sitting here on, on sales calls all day, talking to people who are too stubborn to realize that they need some help. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but you have to have that plan. You've got to have that, that goal. So for, for Travis, like, you talk about, you know, your kid and and what you're working towards. Like, what are those goals that you're trying to hit now? Uh, dude, I want to be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> it's, it's the life, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I want to be able to be a stay-at-home dad. My wife, she, so basically, she started off wanting to be a lawyer. And mm-hmm. then I started bringing in income with this job. And she realized she doesn't have to pick the thing that would make the most money that she would enjoy the most. She could pick the thing that she would just enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's trying to figure out what she wants to do right now, but she's not going to be a lawyer. Um, That's but, a huge yeah. flex, man. It's a huge flex when you can say, listen, I'll stay at home and I'll do this. Sure. But you go and do whatever you want to do. And that's what we're working towards right now. It's just like, yeah. all right, my wife went part-time. She is a med tech. She loves working in the lab. She calls herself a, a scientist, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you, babe? <laughs> and and for the most part i'm home with the kids i'm home with the kids she was able to go part-time at work doesn't have to stress out so much and it's like that's the that's the dream everybody's like oh i want a lambo or oh i want all this stuff like who cares what i want is no stress in my house i don't want my yeah. wife to have to to freak out about where money's coming from or i don't need her to yeah. about having to go to work every day and miss out lambos are nice though say what Lambo's Jay wants a Lambo. <laughs> yeah, Lambos are nice when you're 24 and by yourself. <laughs> it's, it's different, man. It's different whenever you get married. Nah, you guys I are, know you already married before. Nah, um, you guys are old. Yeah. You guys are old with kids. And yeah, I'm 23. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm this reminds me of something, though. I joined this one group called Cashflow Tactics. They pair real estate with whole life insurance policies to create cash flow. There's better ways for cash flow, I'm yeah. learning. But um they talk about how there's these four quadrants in life there's spiritual social and then mental slash emotional and then financial Mm -hmm. right and how when one of them starts to take all of your energy like financial all of the other ones have energy drawn away from it to focus on that one quadrant so if you have like passive income coming in and you have your needs taken care of financially then all of a sudden all three other quadrants start to just thrive and take off right so my wife and I talk about it all the time. We want to get to the point where we're doing about 
like two to 300,000 passively, which honestly, like people think that sounds insane, but it's really not that insane if yeah. you just go about it smartly. But we want to get to that point so we can do whatever we want, right? Like um, we talked about it the other day. We could literally just choose whatever we want in that moment, do it for a couple of years and then move on to the next thing, whatever interests us. Like for me, there's like a few different things. Like I want to start a program that works with kids from 15 to and then into adults to 30 showing them, you know, how to figure out what inspires them, how to, you know, develop that high performance mindset and has those mental skills to be able to actually go, you know, produce and achieve what they put their minds to so that we can, they can start off their life with more direction mm -hmm. instead of just kind of being aimless a little bit, like a fortune, a lot of people go through. Mm -hmm. But then I also want to just have this warehouse where I can just host community events and do like yeah. these giant paintball wars or like, you know, random crap like that, that people can go to for free. Right. So um, I would love to be able to do that kind of stuff. And Travis, I can only do that with money. Travis, bro, like, and here's the thing, right? Because a lot of people heard all that. They heard the 200, 300K a month, like, recurring, right? <laughs> and and they're like, is that even possible? Or that's not even possible, right? It seems like a lot to people who aren't doing it. But when you know people who are doing it, right? Like, it's not a lot, right? To people who are doing it, it's not a lot. And I think a lot of the times, like, it's... It's understanding not just conceptually, but actually like like under like knowing like okay cool like these this guy's doing it. He fucking wakes up, puts his pants on, brushes his teeth, probably fucks up a little bit, you know, like for, for, forgets to wash his face. Like these guys are human, bro. And, and like like I, I, like okay, so in the mastermind, the guy that's running it, right? Super cool dude. I love that dude. But look at him. Doesn't look particularly like travis let's be honest does he look like a capitalist a hippie bro <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a bucket up. <laughs> like he's got like the long shoulder length hair that's like slick yeah, back yeah. got his hat on look <laughs> yeah, yeah so like so much of it really so much of it is just like finding what works and then just building it and i, and I think the biggest issue people run into is, is that consistency in doing that you know because even with the gym like Tra victor travis is a bodybuilder this guy's like yeah we used to be in the same offer and he was like yeah sorry guys sorry i was late i was bench pressing 405 pounds for 15 reps <laughs> and um <laughs> and um like you know it's the same concept with fitness right if you're consistent you keep growing and building following the same strategy that worked for other guys that's why you have like the ronnie coleman's and the freaking mm -hmm. arnold schwarzeneggers right you, you get there um it doesn't happen overnight but you can actually just do the numbers and you can see how long it's going to take you like realistically you know like two 300k especially in the industry that we're in like i think we could all do that like in the next 10 years you know potentially less you know what's funny it, why and you mentioned fitness but why people don't succeed is because they cannot put the longevity in to make it work right so like like that push-up challenge I did, Travis, I started, I turned 34 September 23rd, right? So around February 11th, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do 34,000 push-ups before I turn 34, right? It, it came out to like 125 a day, right? depending on the date that I started. It was around February sometime. So I get into 120, I, 125, 125, 125 for a good month or two. I'm straight, right? I'm solid. I'm on track. Then we have a kid in the middle of April. Throws <laughs> everything out of whack. Inconsistency, nonstop. But what happens when you're inconsistent with something like that? When you have a set deadline, and it's like every day you have to double up. 
and then you got to do more and then you got to do more. And then so some days I'm doing 400 and then other days I'm like, I'm doing 250 and I'm just trying to make up. I made it a day before I turned 34, I, I crushed my 34,000, right? But it's like, I look back in my spreadsheet that I kept and it's like zeros here, there's zeros there, but then I doubled up here and I have double up there and, and double up over, over here. But looking at that, it's a, it's a tell of what longevity and consistency actually looks like. It doesn't mean that you're going to be consistent every single day. It doesn't mean that every day you're going to crush it. It doesn't mean that you're going to conquer your goal every single time you set out to do it. But it's like, all right, I know I didn't do it yesterday. Let me make up for it. Let me add a couple more. Let me let me do a couple more reps today. Let me have a couple more calls. Let me talk to a couple more business owners. Let me let me, you know, network with a couple more people because it's like I know I'm slacking a little bit or I slacked off a little bit. Let me pick the pace back up. And some people think that success is like, all right, if I don't start out right and stay right forever, I'm never going to get there. But that's not the case. Like you're going to mess up. You're going to fall. You're going to slip up. Success doesn't come because you're consistent every single day. It comes because when you're, even when you're not, you get back up and get back into it. And a lot of people aren't achieving that because they're not getting that mentality of like, okay, I messed up, but I can still get to my goal. Well, I think they let themselves get like stupid discouraged too, right? Like people think of a like success and they think of it like a straight, like 45 degree diagonal line on a graph, but it's more like a bell curve. Yeah. Right. It's like, if you have this goal that you want to hit in 10 years, um, like 500,000 bucks in 10 years, like year nine, you're probably more at like 200,000. And then that year 10, it's like, it just starts to skyrocket because of what you've been putting into it. Right. It's just, it has that, that curve to it. So I think people get discouraged whenever they start to mess up because they see themselves restarting down that diagonal line. When in reality, yeah. like they didn't really get that far up in the beginning, in the first place. There's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah, I think a big issue. I think I think a big thing a lot of people run into is like, like because I think it's good to have people that you're like inspired by and you watch. But what do you don't you think like this kind of era, right? This uh, like this time in history like a lot of people were like spectators where they spend a lot they they actually spend more time watching other people succeed than doing it themselves or, or like or, or or like even like learning about success instead of doing it right like i i think i see that i'm seeing that a lot um especially within the last couple of years uh and, and people that i talk to a lot right because most people are smart most people know the shit they have to do it's just like okay last 24 hours like what's that look like and usually it's not consistent. What, what do you guys think about that? I think we've got a lot of consumers. It's a, it's a, it's a capitalist consumer era that we live in. And everybody wants to soak up and absorb knowledge, but we don't have a lot of doers, right? And, and then when we have the doers, we criticize them heavy. You know, we look at Elon Musk and we're like, you're such an idiot for trying to get to Mars, but he's sending things to space and actively trying to get to Mars. You know, but we're going to sit here and just watch him because we want to consume all the content, but not put out anything ourselves. Just well, to, yeah. to add to that, hold on. So basically what you're saying is. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working? No. Are you kidding me? You can't hear this fucker? I'll just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. You, you say we're old. 
Um, I got to get a new mic. Go on, Travis. No, I was going to say, I mean, I was 100% a consumer starting out, man. Like, I've invested around, like, 50,000 bucks into different courses, mentorships, like, coaches, that kind of stuff. I've probably actually done this stuff in about, like, $20,000 instead of the other 30 left over. Like, it, it just, it is what it is. You have to pull yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. We all you know, start you know, there. You know, Elon Musk, um, have you guys ever listened to one of his podcasts? <laughs> no. He's really dry for me, bro. <laughs> I, I I like his tone. Remember, he's, I was 34. He's dude. a rocket. He talking he's a and I, started, I started to fall asleep. in here. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so Elon I did Musk. see his Rogan. I did see him on Rogan. I listen to like Simon Sinek. I know it's not even the same level at all, but I like that dude. <laughs> no, that's just racist. You just said that because you're both white. No, so... So Elon Musk, no, bro. Like, so I'm just kidding. So like, um, so Elon Musk, he was saying like, yeah, yeah. So somebody asked him, so SpaceX rocket ships, like the world's, you're building the world's biggest, like, like five ton rocket ship. Why? How did you go to college? They're like, no. How did you learn that? He's like, oh, I just read books. And he's like, you, you read books. And, and and then Musk was like, yeah, you could learn anything just reading books. You just have to apply yourself. How many books do you read? A book every every day or two, two two books a day. And he grew, you know. And it's like, it's that idea of like he'll read it and he'll apply it, right? He didn't spend anything. There's people that will spend all this money, but they they won't apply, it, right? And I think um that that's kind of like the 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 dark side of this industry, right? Of like the high ticket kind of information space that people don't talk about. Um, a lot of people could get most people could get the result if they just had their head on straight. And if their head isn't on straight, it doesn't matter if they pay some, a company 50 grand to fucking do everything for them. They're going to find a way to fuck it up. You know, Dude, that's why mindset is so freaking huge in this industry. And this position, like if your mindset is even just slightly off that you're not going to have as good of a day, like so 100%. as you if it was on top of its game. That's yeah. all the objection handle. <laughs> yeah, I love I love like when mindset comes into play too because people think mindset is like positive thinking. But mindset has nothing to do with how you think. It has everything to do with how you act because of how you think. And it's like if when when people start applying that, then it's great. And like like you said, the, it it sucks because there's a lot of a lot of negatives in this in this industry, but at the same time it's great because the people that come out good like like Travis, like yourself, the people that come out and do well far outdo everybody else around them because everybody else around them is too busy with their mouth open watching and they're not doing it. And that's why you can say I made 11,000 in my first month at, at this new company because there are a lot of people wondering, how do I do this? How do I get on these calls? And you probably just picked up the phone, started messaging people, started like having conversations. And realizing that people want to get into real estate. They want to get into wholesaling. They want this. So if they want it and they're coming to me because they want it, I'm going to give them what they want. And all you're doing is connecting and people put it to like, people make it so complicated. People make yeah. it so, so complicated. And it's yeah. I was, I was talking to my original coach Gentry um, the other day, uh, just kind of filling in man, on what happened with our last offer that we were in. Um, and like in his advice on it before I ended up leaving, but basically like he, he told me that I was one of the best ones he ever brought in. He's got a tons of people coming in and like, they're just being scared and like, 
that kind of stuff and they have that negative like self-talk which like you keep telling yourself you're not going to do well then of course you're not doing well right yeah um but no that made me think like the the first thing i did when i started working with him he told me to get the book alter ego by todd herman um i don't know if either of you have been through that or not but it is like the biggest game changer for me because it's like, I'm not actually being me when I'm on a sales call. I'm being someone else. I'm being someone that's actually good at sales and love sales when I'm on a sales call. Mm-hmm. Like me, Travis Clarence, I hate it. <laughs> like, I, I don't like doing sales calls myself, but whenever I step into my um, my field of play, that's the way he puts it, like how a football player steps onto the field and then he just shifts and becomes like the meanest dude ever. Uh, my field of play, I walk into my office, like when I'm about to start doing sales calls, I'm getting into my role, essentially. And that book like walks you through how to do that. Like there's been super, super famous, extremely successful people that swear by this method, right? Um, so that was definitely one of the things that helped me just kind of pull myself out of it. Freaking fire. So to anybody watching, uh if you're having trouble with your mindset, if you want to level up, check that book out. Uh, link will be in the description. Of course, it'll be my affiliate link. So I receive a 0.001% commission from Amazon.com. Um, I'm just kidding. I may or may not put that there. But guys, this has been fun. <laughs> um, we are going to call it here. Uh, don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Be sure to check out Travis on his socials. He is a... <clears throat> You're not gonna find me. Gonna I, I'm find on. Him? I'm on nothing. I'm. Oh. I just started trying to update my LinkedIn. It's not good. Like oh. you're not gonna see anything about me. Well, if if Travis decides to sell something, we'll put it in the comments in the, in the description <laughs> below. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been fun. Um, that is today's episode. See. You.